Welcome to the Book Snarks Podcast, where hosts Crystal and Heidi talk about the books that keep us all up at night. You guys, I am so glad you're here. I'm so excited for this episode. This episode is all about a bad guy bracket. We are talking everything SJM universe, and we are narrowing down the baddest of the bad guy who we love to hate. Not necessarily who's a shitty person, character, but who we love to hate. Right, Heidi? Yes. Yep. So when we talk about a bracket, we're talking sports, okay? So those who don't follow the sports and cheer on the sports, Heidi's going to explain it all. So don't feel like you're out of place here because Heidi's going to get us going. But basically, it's a competition of bad guy versus bad guy. Or person we love to hate versus person we love to hate. I don't want to say bad guy. Bad guy is a bad way to start. It's this. not bad guys. It's right. not all. There are some bad guys. It's not bad guys. It's not all bad guys. It's just people that uh, got a bad rap. They're sometimes they're just dislikable characters. That's a perfect way to put it. Heidi, take us there. Tell us what a bracket okay. is. Okay, how a bracket works. I'm. If anybody has ever done a March Madness or grew up playing sports, whatever, how a bracket works. We are starting off in our particular bracket. We are starting off with 20 characters that will act as our teams. There will be a play in round. We'll eliminate four characters in the initial round. So I am so excited. (laughs) We will (laughs) narrow that down to our sweet 16 round of characters. Half of those will be eliminated down to our elite eight characters, final four, Finally, our champion character that we love to hate. Um, Quick reminder, this is not necessarily the bad guys. We are focusing solely on characters that we love to hate. So some of them are the clear antagonists in these books. Some of them are just characters that possess traits and are presented in a way that drive us crazy. So without further ado, Mm -hmm. let's get into it. Our... Oh, also... Go ahead. Let's let's point out that it's... SJM oh, universe yes. only. All SJM characters. So Akatar, A Court of Thorns. Thorn, mm-hmm. Let's try that again. A Court of Thorns and Roses series. Throne of Glass series. All of Crescent City. <laughs> and A Court of Thorn and Ro- Thrones. Gosh! Why is that so hard to say? <laughs> a Court of Thorns. A Court of Thorns and Roses. The entire... Say it ten times fast. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh the whole series going into silver flames everything okay universe every sjm universe. book that she's written okay high high spoilers we are talking about characters in these books deeply if you have not read sarah j mass come back tag us come it's back a fun later. it's a fun conversation but it's this is i'm so yeah. excited about this episode i can't even yeah. tell you i'm this is ugh, i can't wait okay so our first matchup in our first division is Einar Danon, better known as the Autumn King of Valberan Fey in the Crescent City books. He is the biological father to Bryce Quinlan and Rune Danon. He met Ember when he was when she was 19, knocked her up, got super possessive and abusive. She ran away. Primarily concerned with power. He is a power-hungry 
asshole. He is worried about how the Fae are perceived and how powerful they actually are and who their alliances are. He's really concerned about the Starborn abilities and who has them and how strong they are. Uh That's his background. The reasons we don't necessarily like him, he's a great A asshole. Threw out Bryce when she was 13. Who throws out their 13-year-old teenage daughter yeah go be something else dude it was quote-unquote discovered that she had negligible powers and so he was like i don't need you he is facing off we don't like him him. no we i mean we love to hate him (laughs) weird we love to hate that guy (laughs) he's facing off against nesta archeron that's our first matchup. So a little background on her. She is the oldest of the Archeron sisters. Born mortal, made by the Cauldron after the King of Hybern forced her in. Because she's a snarky bitch, she took more power than she was supposed to. I kind of love her yeah. for that. I love the snark, but also like, you're kind of a, you're kind of a bitch, <laughs> Nesta. She had no problem sending her younger sister out in the wild to hunt and... No problem. Keep them warm. She was described as devastatingly beautiful and super fucking stubborn. Hard as nails, you mule. (laughs) Stubborn as a mule. Reasons we don't like her, mostly. Very ungrateful to Feyre. Like, all the way through all of the books. Not only when they were mortals, but also after she was made. She openly favored and showed affection for Elaine versus Feyre. Why? Anyway, she's hot-tempered, stubborn, selfish. Took out all of her shit on Feyre and Cassian. So. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Go. Cassian? Cassian? Cassian. Cassian. (gasps) All right. Well, this is is a moment. This is a moment where where we discover... I say Cassian. Do you say Cassian? No, I do say Cassian because when it's shortened, I say Cass. So that was just okay. my slip of the tongue, I guess. Yeah, my bad. but I, I think that I think that it's a relatable slip because I think Cassian. people do when you're reading. You know, colloquial Ooh, elements word. come into play. Good word choice. Oh, thank you. All right, <laughs> that's our first matchup: the Autumn King versus Necha Archer. Okay, who do we dislike more? Autumn King. Done. I like Nesta. Nesta's relatable. Nesta. I have been Nesta in my life, and so I don't. I want to dislike myself in those well, moments good. and so i've never been the autumn king i've never been the autumn king who's a douche thank god he's easier to hate autumn king is easier to hate and this bracket is about who's easier to hate i go autumn autumn king, king is advancing to the next round okay next. next matchup we are starting with eris vancera <sighs> from the akatar series i'm not saying a court of thrones and roses again <laughs> He is the eldest son of Baron Vansera, High Lord of the Autumn Court. He is the general of the Autumn Court's forces. He was originally betrothed to Moor, and then he left her for dead in the woods, or so we think. He is mostly power hungry and wants to be the next Autumn High Lord. He tries to get with Nesta at some point because he's like, dang, she's hot and she's got a lot of powers. So she totally. Right. He likes her dancing. She totally woos him over with the dancing. Which was her. That was her job. I mean, that was that was the purpose. She did a good job. Yeah. Love to hate Eris. Yeah. He's an arrogant, kind of entitled, kind of violent asshole. But. As the series progresses, is he that bad of a guy? It's mostly, it kind of turns into like his asshole tendencies are just a byproduct of being raised by his asshole father. So, do we love to hate him? He's playing, if you will. Amarantha, who's a real peach. See you next Tuesday, (laughs) Amarantha. That's what I have to say. (laughs) Oh, she is the highest ranking general to the King of Hybern. She got to know Tamlin through a previous 
previously mentioned alliance between the spring court because Tamlin's dad worked with the King Pyburn. They became buddies. She had a big crush on Tam Tam. He he shot yeah. her down. Did you know that I heard uh, sidetracking here? Did you know that I heard a theory that Amarantha and Tamlin were mates? What? I just I know I'm catching you off guard, but I heard it. Uh, it was just like a theory that I read or heard, I mean, or maybe it was TikTok, that Amarantha and Tamlin were mates, which is why he was unable to speak when Pharaoh was dancing and, the and like, he, why oh. he was, like, so... Whoop. It's because she tugged on that mating bond. And he rejected the mating bond, which, which Sarah J. Moss says is possible in her series. It is possible. I don't know if I'm on that one. This, this left field. It's completely weird, but I thought I'd bring it up. Eris and Amarantha. Okay, Amarantha. She, I mean, we don't have to, if you read the book, you know she's shitty. She yeah, she was she sent was, by the King of Highburn. She was super cruel, like killed so many people and children, which is really. She's the worst. She's the worst. She made Farrah complete the trials. She killed her eventually. She sucks. She's really, she sucks. She's the, she's one of the bad guys. Yeah. Okay, so Eris versus Amarantha. Who are you taking? Okay. Good. We're on the same page. Eris Eris has something going on that's... There's something redeemable Mm -hmm. about Eris that we haven't latched onto yet, but it's coming. Amarantha's unredeemable. No, well... Bad. And dead. So, there's that. Yeah. There's no coming back from her cruel cruelty. Yeah. You can't come back. All right. Next one, we have the Blackbeak Matron. (gasps) Grandma Bitch. Grandma Bitch is facing off... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> against Ianthe. Ooh, this is such a tough one, actually. This is a this tough is one. This is a tough one. All right. Blackbeak Matron. I mean, she is like, you want to talk about a cold-hearted bitch, she's it. She prides herself on raising the next generation of cold-hearted bitches. She's in league with Duke Parrington slash Erewhon, who is like king asshole, and she does not give a shit that he is the worst. She tries to gut Manon, banishes her, and then runs like a little bitch when Manon actually fights her. Yeah. She's the queen. She She's sucks. the queen, evil, cruel, beautiful murderer, if you will. She sucks. But she's got rusty teeth what? and rusty nails that she never retracts. No. They're permanently on display. All right. Ianthe? Also, this is a really good matchup. This is a really good matchup, Heidi. <laughs> this is like perfectly paired. Because Ianthe fucking sucks, too. Bad. Like, she's... yeah, Oh, yeah. Like, she's one that's, like, truly, truly easy to hate. So she was originally born a high fey noble, early friend of Tamlin's. Her father knew that trouble was brewing. He packed her and her sisters up. They went to Valahan. When she comes back, she's one of... She's the youngest of the 12 high priestesses and personal advisor to the Supreme Court. She is, like, the script from Mean Girls as far as, like, acting like a... A bestie yeah. and really trying to ruin you. So sh- she, she befriends Feyre and is so nice and takes over all of the things. As mean girls yeah. do. Mean girls always befriend the person that's going to advance them further. Yes. She wants all the power, all the attention. She tried to get with Rhysand. She tried to get with Tamlin. She took advantage of Lucian. She's a hoe. She's a classless hoe. I love that. <laughs> Oh my god, Heidi. I just, I love that you just said that. Because she She is. She's a hoe. (laughs) Um, Anyway. (laughs) 
Black Beak Major and Ianthe. This uh, one is a t- tougher. Okay, I have to go with Ianthe, and I'm going to tell you why. Because Ianthe is deceptive in her shittiness. Blackbeak Matron is like, I am shitty, she and I owns, put it on display. I'm shit. not hiding my shittiness. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And that's that's less shitty than being secret shitty, which Ianthe is. All right. That's why I'm going Ianthe. What are I, you doing? Who are you voting for? I am on board. Uh, that was my pick, so I'm good. Ianthe, Ianthe. which is going to be the next matchup is going to be so good. <laughs> okay. Oh, jeez. All right. Our next matchup in the play-in round, if you will, is Micah Domitus from the Crescent City series. The governor. He, the governor. And, but one. he is going up against, this is maybe not the best match. Anyway, he's going up against Kale Westfall from the Throne of Glass series. I think it's a good, I think it's a good matchup. All right. Micah is an archangel, former, former governor of Lunathion. Lunathion? How do you say it? Lunathion? Lunathion. Also, I need, I have Lunathion. to, I have to backtrack real fast. Because I'm pretty sure I just talked. We got to talk about that pronunciation eventually because that was different. Which one? <laughs> Lunathion. Oh, well, yes. Well, hold on. I have to backtrack. Maybe we'll have to, you know, cut and paste okay. this. I say man in black beak. Every, I, I just recently Manon. learned that people say Manon and I do not say Manon. It is, her name is Manon. I've read this book in 2014. I've been saying Manon for nine years. The shit's not going to change. So if you have a problem with it, you're going to have to get over it. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I love it. Because <laughs> it's not going to, it's it. not going to. I also don't think that pronunciation should matter so much because people slam me on pronunciation all the time, like in TikTok videos and stuff. And I'm like, Wyvern Wyvern, you know what I'm yeah. saying. You say Manon. You say Manon all you want. I'm, I am owning I it like the black beak, black beak bitch. But okay. Anyway. Yes. We have Micah Domitus against Kale Westfall. Micah is the archangel, former governor of Lunathion. He's Malachim. He has white wings. Super powerful. Cold, vindictive, power hungry, all the things. He mm-hmm. murdered Danica in the Pack of Devils because she was digging around. Asshole. She was finding his secrets. He was going to be exposed. Uh, oh, you have something to say. <laughs> <laughs> he framed, he framed, he framed them. them. He framed Danica and the Devils. It wasn't just that he murdered them, but like for the whole first book, we thought that she murdered yeah. them. He f- he fucked us up. Yep. And then and that's shitty. He got fucked up because Bryce. Yeah, he got vacuumed. Bryce up. got vacuumed up. No, Bryce. <laughs> Bryce didn't get vacuumed up. Bryce vacuumed him up. Bryce vacuumed him up. <laughs> that's our girl. Yeah. We love I love Bryce. Bryce. So he's up against Kale Westfall, he, the former captain mm-hmm. of the Adderlanian Royal Guard, turned hand of the king when Dorian takes over. He trained with Selena when she was in the Champions Tournament. He is heir to the place that I can't remember right now. And he loved he her. Did, he did love he her. He loved her when he d- before he knew she was Faye. Mm-hmm. Which is he loved her. One of the reasons he's why shitty. he's shitty because he then he got picky and choosy about in Dorian's wise words. You can't pick and choose which parts of her to love. And he was mm-hmm. real judgmental of magic for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is sometimes kind of loyal to a fault because he. Was super loyal to King of Adderland when the King of Adderland was shitty. He was maybe a bit selfish and those things kind of bit him in the ass at times, which is kind of adds to the reasons we didn't, some people didn't like him. He's kind of stubborn and self-deprecating. Okay, in my opinion. 
Anything to add on Mr. Westfall? Lord of Aniel? That's what it's called. No. I think you did it really, really well, and I agree with everything that you said. In fact, I feel like Kaol is the worst of the two, because while Micah was deceptive and connivingly deceptive, like a Slytherin would be, Kaol, we all loved and trusted him until book three. His humanity was so transparent until he was a dick and showed his mm-hmm. true colors of, I will love you except when, and there was this conditional love thing about him, which I think is a is a worse violation than the deception of Micah. So I'm going to vote Kale on this one. All right. I agree with everything that you said. I I can go with that. I think... <laughs> I can go with that. What are you? I mean, thoughts? I'm not. I am not because Kale really. I, I'm not a big fan. Really was shitty. I'm not a big fan of him. I, I, it. He drove me crazy. Maybe this is part of it. Like he drove me crazy. Even when she came back and was like, "Where are the checks on your power?" Like, bitch, I'm gonna save you. Just deal with it. So, all right, right. Kale, it is. Yeah, my Micah's shitty. Don't let's not get it yeah. twisted. He was deceptive and shitty, but Kale was. A friend turned mm-hmm. foe, turned back friend, and it, the enemy's within, mm-hmm. and you don't know if you can trust him or not, and that's, like, the the shitty thing about him is, Micah, we know we can't trust him. It's black yeah. and white. Kale is very gray area, and I don't like it. Yeah, I agree. We've eliminated four initial characters, so we're moving into our Sweet 16 round of this... Sweet 16! Tournament Ooh. of haters. <laughs> okay. Which means, so, the Autumn King advanced, so he is now facing off against Lorcan. Lorcan Salvatore, that's how I say it, because it reminds me of Damon Salvatore, Salvatore from Vampire Diaries. Did you ever watch oh, Vampire yeah. Diaries? I totally, that's what I think of every time. I did, I didn't finish Ugh. it, but, because I, I, like, started it and I was like, I, I want to, I need to read more. <laughs> I don't want to. I watched it when it was still coming out weekly. <laughs> yeah. I was an OG Vampire Diaries girl. I just always want to like read the book before I read, before I watch the thing. And so I was like, I can't watch it. And then I just never read the thing. So I never watched the thing. <laughs> okay. But it was good. Well, the Salvatore brothers <laughs> is how I say Lorcan Salvatore. He is the most, oh, he's facing off. I'm sorry. Against um, the Weaver of the Woods, AKA Stryja. Stryja? Oh, Lorcan. I thought he was facing off against the Autumn no, King. No, he's facing off against the Autumn King. Lorcan, let's edit that out. Lorcan is <laughs> facing off against the Autumn King. Lorcan is the most powerful demi-fay <laughs> in existence. Um, he was originally bloodsworn to Maeve. Started off on as an orphan on the streets of Dornell. He wants the word keys and doesn't really care if Aelin dies to get them for a while. Tries to kill her a couple of times. Yeah. He's kind of a cold-hearted asshole from the moment we meet he's him. Got, he's, he's got, like, a boner for Maeve. Yes. Which was never really explained, but he, like, loves her, and she's always turned him down until he meets... A lead. Yeah. But he is, he's a, he's a cold-hearted yes. asshole for, like, 90% of the book books. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he's facing off the to the Autumn King. Who do we, who do we love to hate? Crystal? I hate yeah, the Autumn King Okay, more. good. Me too. I like. I mean, I like. I mean, do we even, do we even need to talk about it? Because I feel like Lorcan has a redemption arc, which is relatable, and like he loves Maeve, and she shut him down. But she was in his like, head. I feel like she did ugh, that to fuck him. Fuck her. 
she did that to him, and we're, we're like, on his side through that. Mm-hmm. He crawls on his knees towards Aelin, not because of Maeve, but because mm-hmm. of Aelin, and... He saw how good it, good yeah, it could be. Yeah, Lorcan, Lorcan's a good I know. guy. We love to hate Lorcan in the series of... In the series. But... You know. Uh, the Autumn... This is your series. The Autumn King sucks. Yeah, yeah. The Autumn King sucks. So, the Autumn King advances... Okay, so the next matchup, she w- these these two were not in the play-in round, so we have new characters. <laughs> we have the Weaver of the Woods, Woods, aka Stryja, but she's facing off against Sabine from the Crescent City series. So Sabine is the head of the. She's Danica's mom. She's the head of the pack. She's a shitty mom. I vote Sabine. Sabine advances over the Weaver. All right, so the Weaver mm-hmm. is the the Weaver fought for the good side of the end. She did. The, the Weaver came through. I mean, but she also lived in a cottage made of hair and fat and bones. Human. So human. It's pieces. kind of gross. She's <laughs> also. <laughs> it's hard to come back from that, but Sarah J. Moss does it real well to where we can relate and vote for. The Weaver of the Wood. Good job, Sarah J. Moss. Only you. We're like, hey, person. Who we don't like Sabine. Made your roof out of human hair. That's so gross. We still like you. <laughs> she fought for the good guys, and she kept Reese's ring, and she did the things. I'm voting Weaver. Of the I Woods. feel like she, as the good guy, Sabine S- carries on to bad Sabine guyness. advances. Sabine's a bitch. She sold out her daughter. She was more worried. I mean, I guess... You don't do that. Yeah. No, she You don't she do sucked. that. You don't do that, Sabine. Can't be a shitty mom. See you next Tuesday, <laughs> Sabine. But you are going to advance in our tournament. All yes, right. Are. Next matchup. This is a good one. So, Amarantha advanced from the previous round, and she is up against uh-huh. Maeve. Oh, These are gosh. two really... Really? All right. I've said what I think every single time. You got to tell me what you think first. Well, a little backup on Maeve. She was the, basically ended up being queen of the Valg and she deceived and she ripped into everybody's minds and she made up all of, all of the everything. And she was, I don't, anyway, she was like, I can't remember. I don't know what word I'm looking for. Spider monkey. What? (laughs) Cause she's at the spiders. (laughs) But she sacrifices her best friends. And then, and then I like went into Twilight Spider Monkey. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, she sucks. She sucks. She's a conniving, cunning little spider. Maeve, is, Maeve advances for me. She's... Maeve advances for right. me too. Amarantha is like black and white bad or good. Amarantha is like always bad. There's never a storyline where Amarantha is good. Not in these it's books. always bad. Maeve, there's some moments in Maeve's story where we're like, oh, she was victimized by these brothers and she wanted to escape the brothers and she came here, but her core is still bad. I mean, Amarantha has that background too, though, because she, the reason she hates mortals so much is because her sister ended up falling in love with Jurian and he totally took advantage of her and then killed her. that's one mortal. That's bad judgment. Is what that is. Because if I judge my whole life on one bad mortal, all the mortals. I mean, are bad. she's a good. She's We're a good sister. <laughs> she defends her sister. Maybe. Anyway, <laughs> Maeve, Maeve advances. All right. Maeve advances. Maeve because adv- fuck Maeve. Maeve is, she's shitty. Maeve in the all the she's torture, a- all of the. I mean, Maeve is 
Mave. More like lame Mave. Lame, lame, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Next matchup is Manon Blackbeak, not Manon. Manon. (laughs) I can't. It's literally been nine years of Manon. I mean, it's canon. It's canon for you. It is. There's no changing my mind. Yeah. Man in Blackbeak. It's fine. She is introduced as like Stone Cold Killer and absolutely gorgeous. She has eyes of the Val Kings. She is this sultry murderer. (laughs) I love her and her nails and her. All of her swagger. I love her. I do. I love her. She swagger. That's a great way to. That's a great way to describe her. I love her too. For yes. that, nice work. This is a good matchup because she is facing off against Lydia, aka the Hind from Crescent City, mm-hmm. and yep. Lydia is also introduced as a really great a bitch. I know. She. It just depends if we're going off the first Crescent City book. We're or going the against Crescent City with book. The, all of the available texts. <laughs> That's why we okay. like Manon, because she has a redemption arc, too. I gotta go with, as far as who I would hate more over Manon and Lydia, I'd go with Lydia, because I fucking love Manon. In the end. As you would say, Manon. Yeah. I mean, I agree, because I don't know enough about, because it's, men that maybe that's the hard part, because it's an incomplete series, and we're about to learn a lot more about Lydia. This could change. We might need to do another bracket in later yeah. years. So I'll Olivia advances. All right. Mm-hmm. I think she might end up being a really a really good character. I do like Lydia I though. I do too. I don't think she's going to advance much further because I do. Well, not I when she's, she's in the same bracket as Maeve. Arc. Okay. Anyway. Right. Totally. <laughs> Fuck Maeve. <laughs> Maeve and the Autumn King. Oh my gosh. I don't want to force. We're going to get there. Let's keep going. <laughs> We're going to get there. Okay. Oh my gosh. Next matchup. So Ianthe advanced. From the last round, she is now facing off against Tamlin. Her, what, her her big childhood crush? <laughs> Who she wanted to... Well, because she saw opportunity exactly. in it. It wasn't because she, she wanted liked to be... him, it's because she saw, like, power, a future. Tamlin is the high lord of the, the spring court. Materialistic bitch. He fell in love with Feyre initially. Everybody thought it was going to be the end game after the first book. He ends up being the overprotective, want to keep her safe, don't push her out of her comfort zone guy, per- overprotective asshole a bit. And he's, he turns into a character that we, like, he ends up being so, like, ugh, selfishly snide and so, like, insulting in front of all of the high lords. And like, we all saw uh, it. it is. We all saw it in the first book, but we just wanted to believe it was Endgame, that we didn't see him being a dick. Not, I didn't see him turning into what he turned into, for sure. He had his faults, It was sure. a surprise. Heidi, I don't know if you remember the late night text that I sent you while I was reading the series, but I just remember... Because you're the one who turned me on to the series. You turned me on to Throne of Glass. You turned me on the series. And you're the person who I texted throughout the whole thing. And I just remember being like, oh, I love Ta- Team Tamlin. Just keep, and you're like, just oh. keep reading. <laughs> Anyways, let's talk later. <laughs> cool story, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's see how you do in book two. And then all of a sudden, like, resands the oh my shit. God. Fuck Tamlin. Ugh. Fuck Tamlin. <laughs> Especially when you're going up against him. Like, come on. Nobody picks Tamlin. Yeah. Nobody. Shadow Daddy mm-hmm. all day long. Okay. I'm not going to say it first this time. Ianthe advances. Tamlin already. Ianthe advances. <laughs> Fuck that hoe. She's 
Unredeemable. Uh, Tamlin's redeemable. I feel like Tamlin has redeemable I qualities. I agree. I doesn't. She advances. Okay. Our next matchup is another, well, I don't know. It's a pretty good one. Is uh, Karen from the Throne of Glass series. He is not. Mm-hmm. Remind us who Karen yes, is. Yes, he is who ends up when both Lorcan and Rowan desert Maeve to go to to Aelin. She appoints Karen as her, her number one. Like she's, he turns into her right hand. And he is like mm-hmm. super sadist kind of like loves to torture and gets off on that and it's gross and cruel and he's the one that tortured when she's in the coffin the iron coffin and the last in the yep yep, yes he is facing off against the viper queen from the crescent city series who we don't know a lot about right now but who doesn't feel very good she doesn't feel good she doesn't give you like warm and fuzzy Mm -hmm. feelings I think, Mm-mm. I don't know. She, I think that we have a lot to um, learn about her. <laughs> I agree. I mean, there's some things about the Viper Queen that I like because she did shield the human boy, but she did it at a cost. She did it because it was going to benefit her. She really only does anything if it's going to benefit her. She is. She right. looks out for herself and her. Mm-hmm. And All the did- guys that she has like under her little spell or whatever, like her venom kind of. Yeah. Like, like, it's just kind mm-hmm. of creepy it's creepy the way she plays what's his face the mermaid guy oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) the way that she plays and the dragon like she's like you're a dragon i'm gonna give you a great deal i'm gonna protect you and then she's slimy she seems slimy She's slimy. She's but there's there might be something redeemable about her because she is playing for herself, but she's also I think she sees the big picture. Karen Karen advances. Karen is he's yucky. He's yucky. He's like real yucky. In this next matchup, so Kale advanced from the first round. He is now mm-hmm. facing off against Erewhon. Oh yeah, yeah. As a reminder, Erewhon started off as Duke Parrington, who wore his saggy meat of a body. <laughs> he is the Valg King. He's he's yeah. tra- trapped <laughs> in this world. He's been separated from his brothers. I, If you want to call it a redeemable quality, he's just trying to get back with his brothers. You know, he's just worried about family. And he sees an opportunity in this new li- new realm to, you know, harvest souls, which is what they do. Asteri. But, you know, that's, uh, that's what he's, that's, Erwan's like, this is a beautiful playing ground. Mm-hmm. But also thrives, like, thrives in darkness. Like, he wants to take over this beautiful place to bring his brothers back and then make it a yeah, shitty sucks. place. So, we've got Erwan. He's way worse than Kale. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> this is a, it's he a advances. no-brainer. All right. Well, now, our next matchup. <laughs> we have the Asteri. Speaking of the Asteri, the Asteri is facing off against the Bone Carver. The Asteri are the, what, like the, the big bosses, if you will, in Crescent City. They appoint... They're above the Archangels, They, have, they appoint right? the Archangels. But they're not angels. They are, well, and I feel like we think that there are angels. I think, I think I thought that they were angels when I first started reading. I thought so too. But they are over the archangels. They over, they pull all the strings. They're they're appointing who they want where. I think we're gonna learn a lot about the inner workings of the Asteri in January. But they are so I, they're you know pretty shitty. They're the, they're the bad guys. Yeah, fuck those guys. I'm facing off against Bone Carver and 
the bone carver is one of those characters that is i don't know if i love to hate or hate to love because he's in prison as a death god you know like he's not a, a great person but has redeemable qualities like he i i like the bone carver i feel like he he's the twin to he actually might be a steri him and stryja and koshe koshe mm-hmm. yes might be a steri and like he they fell they fell through a rip in the worlds they're all siblings they very well could be from that world and i don't think we should go down the hole of theories for crescent city right now but no 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 the bone cover showed up for Feyre when when she's like, here's your mirror, come fight for yep. us. Showed up for the war. I think that he's not advancing. I also think he's the <laughs> Death Eater from Throne of Glass, but that's another theory too. Oh <gasps> my gosh! Do you remember that? Oh my gosh. I feel like a theme in this podcast is going to be hiding. Going back to Throne of Glass? Throwing fucking... <laughs> oh, dropping no, bombs? I think it's going to be you... <laughs> No, I think it's going to be you teasing us with shit like this and being like, oh, I can't talk about it. I can't talk about it anymore. This is what I think. And I can't say any more. I mean, I can say more about that. But it's not what this episode is about. (laughs) But when all these worlds collide, I think think that that's who he is. I think he is the the Death Eater. I think he's the Death God in Throne of Glass. That's what I think. The Bone Carver? I do. I fucking love that theory so much. <laughs> it makes so much sense. So do you think that Bone Carver can cross worlds while he's in the prison? I think he was the I think he was the Death Eater. The Sin Eater. Whatever they call the Death Eater. What do they call him? Death Eater's Harry Potter. But what the, when they go down underneath the castle in Adderlon? Mm-hmm. Adderlin. Uh, the mountain. Mm-hmm. They find all of the bones and it gets colder and colder and colder the farther back they all go. And she, they, it's like people confessing all of their sins, kind of. That guy. That's who yeah. I'm talking about. I yeah. think he is the bone carver. So I think he was that guy first. And he fell into Prithian because it talks about them falling through a rip in the world. They fell into Prithian and got mm-hmm. stuck there. And they end up being, he ends up being the bone carver in that series. I mean, that's a, my bad. Yeah, I think that makes perfect (laughs) sense. And no, and he, like, he can come and go as he pleases. He chooses to stay there. Because they talk about, like. He's more scared of what's out there. (laughs) Who put you in, like, yeah, he's like, I choose to, like, he, I've been here longer than this prison has, basically, is what he said. Yeah. Maybe not in those words, but you know what I mean. Okay, let me, I'll bring us back. The Asteri advances. (laughs) Asteri advances because Bone Carver's got a redeemable Heck quality yeah. about him that I he showed her that I he like. showed her her baby. Okay, anyway, he yeah yeah. All okay. right, that was our Sweet Sixteen round. So we have eliminated half of those characters. We are now into our Elite Eight. We're, we got eight yep. left. Tell us who are the eight the eight we have left, and then we'll okay. square up. First matchup is the Autumn King and Sabine. Next matchup is Maeve versus Lydia. The next one is Ianthe versus Cairn. And then final matchup is Erewhon and the Asteri. We're reading them out, man. (laughs) Let's get into it. Let's get into it. All right. The Autumn King and Sabine is our first discussion point. This is a good one. Sabine. Yeah? The Autumn King was not present. The Autumn King had nothing to do with it. The Autumn King didn't even, like, wasn't even a player. He was just, he's just, like, a dick in the corner. 
being a doing dickish things. But Sabine was like in the playing field, raising her daughter as the bitch she is. I now that I say that though, I want to change. <laughs> I am the Autumn King is my pick because Bryce went to him with like all of the hope of a thirteen year old girl. I just wanted to be expect accepted by her dad, and he was like, but didn't know him. Screw you. Get out. Threw her on the street. Because you have, yeah. You br- you don't bring anything yeah. to the table, basically. But also wasn't involved up until that point. Yes, I don't, I don't know. I my that he's my. I'm going with Autumn okay. King too. I'm I switched switcheroonie. I think there's something way deep down for Sabine that she. I think she really did love Danica, but I think so. so too. That's why my vote is the Autumn Kings. I don't think he gives a fuck about his kids. All right, Autumn King advances. Next matchup is Maeve and Lydia. Maeve. Maeve. All right. We're on the same page. Yep. Easy. Lydia's going to redeem herself. We both know it. Let's Kay. move on. Um, Ianthe and Karen. Whoo! I can tell you. This is a I tough one. I can tell one. you mine if you want. Ianthe. Okay, me too. All right. Ianthe. <sighs> Only because, again, it's like goes back to a couple other people. Like Karen is just like... So blatantly terrible. He's just evil from the get. Like, he's written as evil. I can't stand Ianthe. And Ianthe start, yeah. Ianthe's deceptively evil, which is, like, a different level mm-hmm. of evil. If you're just, like, evil and you wear it on your sleeve, that's one thing. But, like, she's deceptively evil. She's a She is a wolf in sheep's there you go. clothing. Yep, yep. So, fuck that bitch. Okay. Erewhon versus the Asteri. <gasps> mm. Asteri. Yeah? That's a really, really good one. This is a really good matchup, Ugh. but I gotta go with Steri. Erewhon's evil. Erewhon's, Erewhon's goals are laid out. Like, Erewhon's you don't think like, the... I want X, Y, Z. No, but see, the, it goes against everything you just said about Ianthe, that she's deceptively evil. The Asteri are deceptively evil. They put on a front that they're just the people pulling the strings. Yes, which is why I'm saying Asteri goes oh. forward. Oh, oh. <laughs> Asteri over, like, Erwan loses this round. Oh, Asteri moves I misunderstood what you said. I, it was easy to do. No. <laughs> no, I think that's good. Those are good. That's good. I, I think that we were doing good. I would have said, I say Erwan. So we're going to have to come to some kind of agreement. <gasps> over Asteri? Yeah. Why do you say Erwan over Asteri? Because he's taken, taken over, like, worlds and worlds and worlds and killed so many people. I just. Is Erwan Asteri? Is I mean, all right. So the, is that why the, you want the Asteri to, to move on? Because he is Asteri? I don't think the Valg are Asteri. I want the Asteri to move on because the Asteri is the corporate governance over a corporation versus Erewhon, who's like a shitty band leader. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's different. It's different because they're they're together. It's like this group of shitty people right. aim, aiming to take over worlds and feed on souls. And Erewhon's like, well, I just kind of fell into this world. So I'm going to take over. Looking for my brothers. Yeah, like I, I, I didn't want to be here, but the rift was open. So I came and I was looking for my brother's wife. Like we went on this whole manhunt to find my brother's wife. We never found him, but we did stumble upon this world. And so we're going to take advantage of it. And the Asteri's like intentions All right. are worth Worse than Erewhon's. All right. I'm going to... I'll give this one to you. I okay. still don't know if I'm fully convinced, <laughs> but I'll give it to you. Erewhon sucks. This is a really good matchup. All right. We are down to our final four. Our final four... <gasps> final four! Final four characters are the Autumn King, Maeve, Ianthe, and the Asteri. 
So, first matchup <sighs> is the Autumn Kagan Maeve. 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 Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know enough. Of, I don't know enough about the Autumn Kagan. I think yet. she's she's evil on a bigger scale. Mm-hmm. All right, Maeve. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> the Autumn King's gonna have a redemption arc. I you think, think? In future Crescent City books? I think he's. I, I think do. he's gonna die. <laughs> Either way, though. Either way. But I don't think he's going to die at the hands of, like, the heroine. No. Or, like, the hero. I don't think he's going to die at the hands of Bryce. No. I don't know what's going to happen to him, but I don't think he makes it. (laughs) So, I don't know why I think that. I have no... I have. But he's from a different realm. No. I think he's from Prithian. I have no way to back it up. Do you think he's from Prithian, though? Do you think the Autumn King comes from... The Autumn Court? The Akator. Akator. The Court of Thrones and Roses. (laughs) (laughs) I think he, the court I think of throwing glass. He, I, oh my gosh. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know. If, I've never put into any thought into him being from Prithian. I don't know how I feel about that. All right. Mave advances. On the other side, we have Aanthe and the Asteri. Oosh. Oosh. I still tough. think. I, this is a tough one. I think Asteri. Me too. For the same reason I just said Maeve. She's, they're evil on a larger, way larger scale. Like, Aanthe is a personal power-hungry bitch, but she's not ruling over everybody. Right. She's a minor. She's she's insignificant. And she doesn't have the power that it takes to be the evil that we see a in these or, worlds. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. So if you think that Erewhon could be a Steri, do you think that Maeve is a Steri? If they're all Valg? That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe Valg is on the other side of a Steri now that you say that. Because now we're going, now we're going, <laughs> now we're going all over the place. Now we're just Well, but not the really because we're, the features. next matchup is Maeve versus the Asteri. So are they, ah. this is our championship. This is, this is our. I think Resand and the Illyrians are related to Maeve and the, like, demons. And so the Asteri are the opposite of that, maybe. Whoa. So on that note, Erewhon might not be Asteri, but might be more in the realm of... who In Crescent City, who's, like, the cat demon guy? Oh... The yeah. Un- yeah, the prince, the prince of the under... What? What is he? Yes. What's his right. name? Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like Resand's in that realm yeah. with him. Like, the I cat guy that. and Resand are, are related. And the Asteri is opposite of that. So, like, maybe there's good Valg and bad Valg. And we kind of saw a little bit of dimension in that in Throne of Glass because Maeve wasn't... Maeve wasn't like soul sucking like Erewhon. She sucked real bad. But <laughs> okay, like not... I get. I'll give you that. She sucked real bad. Okay. <laughs> All right. So Maeve or the Asteri? This is our. This is it. This is it. This is uh, the Asteri. This, Asteri. This is the this final is the, round. Maeve. We and are naming our winner right now. Asteri. Asteri's. Asteri. I'm going Asteri. Yeah. You think so? <gasps> Heidi. Crystal. The um, the cadre. You do remember the crane? In the cadre of uh, Throne of Glass. Crane? It's Rowan's, the Rowan's cadre. Yeah. Okay, there was, five, there was five of them, right? There was no crane. There was a bird. There was a red tail hawk and a white tail there. hawk. They're both hawks, though. There's no crane. Oh, okay. Well, where'd the other hawk go? He goes, he leaves, like, as soon as, he's barely in the stories. He's barely in the What's stories. His name? But there's also an Asteri in Crescent City who takes that form who is not there. Whose seat is missing? 
we're rusty on a, on some of these details, but I could see that. You know who I'm talking about. Oh, totally. Because we don't learn a lot about him, and we don't learn a lot about Fenris's twin brother, Connell. Right. But he, like, as soon as Maeve leaves Dornell, he's out. He takes, he takes like, the biggest he's gone. leaves. He works out so many loopholes in the blood oath. <laughs> He's out. Yeah, he's like, I'm fucking... <laughs> sure, I'm, I'll go ya. look for Lorcan. See you in a hundred years. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like he jumped realms because he, he's nowhere to be found. People can't contact him. He's gone. I like that. And all of a sudden... In Crescent City, there's this empty seat at the Asteris table. I like that. Right? Like, I think it's him. I can't wait for this book to come out. (laughs) (sighs) All right. So, winner, winner, chicken dinner goes to the Asteri. They are the... The Asteri! Characters. Fuck you, Asteri. The characters we love to hate. I think we we love to hate them, yeah. Yeah, I think they are the villains of the villains because most villains have this redeeming quality in sarah j mass books they're the valg of their series like the valg didn't have a mm-hmm. redemption arc well they might have a redemption arc in crescent city if the valg is resand no he is not valg do not just dis- insult resand like that <laughs> get the fuck out of here <laughs> i love it you never know who knows oh. i don't know you probably know better than me, but... I don't know. No. Nope. There's there's a theory fan base out there, too, for SJM. Welcome oh to the Book Snarks podcast. <laughs> <sighs> Listen, Asteri wins, and I think they rightfully win. Yeah. The characters we love to hate. Fuck Asteri. Fuck Asteri. That was a good one. That was so fun! <laughs> that was super fun. I didn't mean to scream. That was a fun episode. Let's keep them coming. Yep. And like the, you know, everybody's on a book hangover right now. And I feel like we needed this. Yeah, it's a good, mm-hmm. it's like my comfort place. It's my comfort blanket. Sarah J. Moss is my comfort blanket until January 31st when she rocks my world again. <laughs> but speaking of things coming up, let, we'll just go there. Next mm-hmm. on our agenda is the fourth wing. Nope, not fourth wing. Iron Flame. Iron Flame deep dive. And we'll get into theories. Yeah. Early By early theory speculation. So that will be coming to you at the end of the month, November 30th. And after that, we are going to jump into the Crescent City books and get ready for the release in January. So we have to come with us on the on the journey. The, now that we know the Asteria are the ultimate bad guys, another, Crescent City is going to be even juicier, you guys, even yeah. juicier. So if you have not read, well, if you haven't read Crescent City, you shouldn't be here. So never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so say if you haven't read it yet then get caught up and join us read on those crescent episodes city. no yes just prepare for those episodes read crescent city you have plenty of time to do so all right until next time that's all i've got adios <laughs> bye as always thank you for joining us on today's podcast Look for us on socials. We are on Instagram and TikTok at Pod. We are on YouTube. Find us there. Leave us your reviews. Leave us your comments. Leave us your questions. Till next time, happy reading, y'all.